I'm aware that I'm having one of those maybe overly negative emotional days and just I can't get out of that funk. But because I'm aware of that, when something happens, I could just say, it's okay. It's just, this is just how it is right now. Or I'm this is just because I'm feeling this way or it'll be better tomorrow, you know? So rather than me be like, why is bad things always happening to me? Why is my day being, so, you know, so terrible? Um, just kind of, I guess, being more aware of our emotions and what we're bringing to the situation helps us make better decisions throughout the day. Welcome to the Wayward Lasses All the Things podcast. In this podcast, we explore all the things that we have battled with and triumphed over along our own health and wellness journeys. Our goal is to provide real content for real women at every age and stage in life and to bring encouragement and community to all of our Wayward Lasses out there. Are you ready to make a change and start your journey to becoming the best version of yourself? You've come to the right place. Let's go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 13 of the Wayward Lasses All the Things podcast. I'm your host today, Courtney, joined by the stupendous Amy Lynn. Stupendous I am. Hello, everyone. And the magnificent Brittany Ann. Hello, everyone. Magnificent. You're doing much better on your... I know. I looked up some synonyms. I think it sounds like a magician, though. A magnificent, right? A magnificent? No? Well, we're going to stick with Magnificent Brittany. You are magnificent. I like it. Magnificent Brittany in this. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Oh, anyway. So, in today's episode, we will be completing our conversation, a riveting conversation, from last week, which was based on Christina Kuzmich's video, The Four Tips That Will Change Your Life. But before we get into it, as usual, it's time for a little trivia. So, Ma, you got some questions for us today? (laughs) Yes, I've got some great trivia again for Supernatural fans out there. So, guys, I think I've got like six questions that I can ask you, and I think you're going to do pretty well with these. So. Bring it on. Bring it on. Here's the first one. What are the nicknames of the angel Gabriel in Supernatural? Trickster. Loki. Names. Very good, Courtney. Brittany, where are you? Who <laughs> wanted to be <laughs> Lu- <laughs> like, Who's Gabriel? <laughs> <laughs> Who wanted to be Lucifer's queen in season 11 of the series? The redhead. Wait. What's her name? Really? She's Irish. Rowena? Rowena! Is that correct? That is correct. I think she's Scottish. Teamwork there. She's Scottish. There, guys. She's Scottish. She's Scottish. Uh, she is. Well, something like that. And she's short. What does that mean? She can't be the queen I'm of hell. Remembering when we went to SuperCon, we were oh, we yeah. did a she's, photo op with she's her. She's like the size of us. She's short. <laughs> she's like our size. She's, she's our, people. our people. She's our people. She's cute. She's a cute chick. All right. Question number three. Which demon was the last of the 66 seals? Not Ruby. Azazel? Azazel was the first one. 66 seals. That's whenever... Ruby. Ruby or... or, Nope, she's in the later one. Ruby dies like five times and comes back. So if she was a seal, it would have broken. I can't think of right. It. Uh, no, what was Meg's character? Is that Ruby? Was she Ruby? 
She played Ruby eventually. No, I don't know. Either Meg or Ruby. Is that your final answer, Meg Ruby? Meg Ruby. Ruby Meg. Meg Ruby is wrong. I'm sorry. It was Lilith. Lilith is the name we were looking for, Lilith. Yeah, she is Um, the last one that they kill. And then that's when um, when he turns into – Huh? When she brings Sam there to kill her. Yeah, Yeah. but that's when Dean turns into the archangel. That's when Dean turns into Michael at the end of the Oh, that was the last one. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 All right, question number four, oh, guys. I'm like back in season five right now. I'm, <laughs> I'm all over the place with this one. Which character killed Jessica in the pilot episode of the show? Azazel. Which character killed Jessica <laughs> in the pilot episode of the show? Oh, which wait. Which character? You're right. It is Azazel. Isn't that his girlfriend? Yellow ID yeah. kills Jessica. Yeah, yes. the yellow ID. Azazel. Interestingly, it says Brady killed Jessica. Who's Brady? Who's Brady? <laughs> oh, Tom, Tom <laughs> Brady. Well, we'll have to we'll have to look that look. We'll have to look that one up. We'll have to look that I don't, away. I don't, I don't, okay. I don't know. <laughs> All right, question number five. This one might be a little bit hard. What flight crashed at the beginning of the fourth episode of season? One. I have no idea. I can't. (laughs) Not a clue. These are for your hardcore supernatural fans. I would like a number. We're looking for a number. Yeah, I'll even flight number six six six. Um, no. Flight number. How about which airline? American Airlines. Delta. All right, let's let's pass. Spirit. <laughs> Spirit Airlines. United Britannia flight. Oh, 2485. <laughs> All right, two more questions, two guys. Two more. You guys should get this one. Yes. I said I said I said 6, but I'm going to do 7. Okay. Okay. So, what is the name of Sans' girlfriend in the very first episode of the series? Jessica. Jessica what? Jessica. Rabbit. <laughs> Rabbit. <laughs> Jessica. Jessica I don't know. Moore? Jessica Murphy. <laughs> Jessica Lee Moore. Jessica Lee Moore. That's what I said. Yes. All right. All right. Here's the last one. Okay. What is the real first name of Charlie Bradbury? Charlotte? Charlotte. I'm obviously not a supernatural fan. <laughs> Charlotte. It is Celeste. Celeste is Charlie's real name. All right. Close, but not quite. So, guys, I think you scored like seven. We didn't do good on that, guys. You know, don't judge us. Any supernatural fans out there listening, I'd like to know if you got any of those right. Let us know how you did on the supernatural trip. We'd love to know. Yes, we'd love to know. I wonder if there are any supernatural fans. (laughs) Listen, there's got to be there's a whole world of us out there there's a whole but, yeah. world yeah. i'm just learning every time we do this i just i guess i'm not there are more a of supernatural us fan. i mean you know. like i mentioned before i'm a supernatural fan and an outlander fan for the eye candy <laughs> i mean so, okay fine i, I mean, mean they have started them because of that reason but i continued 
Of course. I want to know the story. It's very riveting and compelling storyline season to season. Yes. I think that's our word. Is that Um, word? Riveting. Riveting. (laughs) The riveting conclusion. Riveting conclusion. (sighs) All right. So let's keep it going. I have to, I guess, catch up on my supernatural. I'm just going to start like looking up supernatural trivia and just studying it on my own. How about you just watch the show? Just watch it. Yeah. I've watched them all, but if I don't want to re-watch a show, I'd rather do something else. Like Brittany, you were not invested. So watch a new show or clean the house. Do something. I don't want to re-watch something. All right. 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 Matthew McConaughey comes. All right. All right. I'm channeling my inner Matthew. Anyway. All right. So. Let us uh, get into the remainder of this conversation tonight. Um, If you recall, the first two points that Christina brought up in her video, just to to do a quick review, number one was don't be a bully. And we talked about um, being kinder to yourself and showing compassion to yourself. And number two was, um, and I lost it. What was number two? Stop waiting. Stop waiting. Stop waiting. Number one was actually stop waiting. Number two is don't be That's why I got messed up. Sorry, guys. Number one was stop waiting. (laughs) Number two was don't be a bully. So moving on to points three and four. So point number three is pay attention. And specifically, Christina is talking about here paying attention to your emotions and your reactions to things. So she recommends that whenever you have a strong emotion or reaction to something to whether it's positive or negative to write it down. And then every now and then look at your journal or wherever it is you're writing down these reactions and emotions and it will help you start to sort things out or you might even discover things about yourself that you didn't know. Um, and I actually think this is a really cool exercise to do because I don't know about you guys, but I'm not always aware of my emotions. I think like if it's a big event, like you know, a wedding or a funeral or a birthday, then obviously we know oh, I'm excited, I'm anxious, whatever. But on a day-to-day, I, I don't typically pay attention to how I'm feeling um, until maybe it's brought to my attention. I don't know. What do you guys think about that? Hmm. I think I've gotten a lot better with my emotions. Uh, When I was younger and even recently, you know, this has all changed since I've started to do that hard work in the past year. But anytime I would feel something, those feelings and those emotions would consume me. And if I was angry, I would show it right away. And my actions would follow those emotions immediately. And like we've talked about how like, you know, things would get blurry sometimes. Like I would get so built up with rage and just say things that I didn't mean. And same thing, like any emotion, I I really, I'm a hard emotion feeler. I have strong emotions. And until I started meditating and realizing and taking the time to kind of just look at it all and what's stemming these emotions and then taking a step back, like we talked about a couple episodes, taking a step back, breathing and assessing the situation and then taking action, um, I would say like, that's definitely helped me from really wearing my emotions on my sleeve. If that kind of goes, you know, goes towards what you were saying. Yeah. Yeah, it does. <clears throat> so when I think about paying attention, there's two things to, that actually come to mind. So you talked about emotions. So this is probably the, the easier thing to discuss. It, reaction on how you, you know, react to somebody 
who says something to you or does something and you don't agree with. Uh, I think I've talked about this in previous episodes, but typically a reaction that I would have would be something like Brittany was saying, be angry or like, Oh my God, really? How could you, how could you be that way? Or you would expect them to have responded differently or you take offense to however they were responding to you. But what I've learned to do in, in applying the pay attention is don't take things personally. So I, I know I've said this often, but when I really learn to pay attention, when I don't react right away and I actually take a step back and not take it personally, like what somebody's saying, I actually can kind of disconnect from the, the situation and I can actually see like, it's not me that they're really directing it towards. It's something that's happening in their life right now. It's something that maybe just happened a few seconds ago or you know, something that's happening within them more often than not. And then at that point, I can actually like not take it personally because I can start to understand the situation and understand where they're coming from. Might not understand what has happened at that particular moment in time. But again, when I start to ask the questions like, all right, why are they behaving this way? Why are they saying that? Why are they doing this, that, and the other thing? And I can start to fill in the blanks as to why they're doing it. Again, it helps me to just disconnect and be a little bit more loving, forgiving, and patient with those people. Does that make sense? You guys ever Mm -hmm. come across situations like that? Yeah, I think for me, it's, um, I do the exact opposite, actually. I always, and this is just from like kind of what I shared in previous um, episodes about how I dealt with a lot of toxic um, feelings and emotions and actions in my life. But I actually, the first place I look is inside. The first place I look at is at myself because the only person I can control is me and my reactions and my emotions. And so if I feel a strong emotion about anything, the very first place I look is me. Why? Why am I feeling this? If I get defensive about something, chances are it's probably something I know I have to change or something I know isn't, you know, right. Um, And so that's like a big clue for me if I'm getting defensive, if I'm getting angry very quickly, if I'm feeling a strong emotion very like quickly about something, it usually is a, a flag for me to stop, slow down and maybe kind of revisit that and figure out why that set me off. Why, why did I have that reaction? Why did I feel that emotion? You know what I mean? But I do get what you're mm-hmm. saying about in the moment too, when, when it's somebody else coming at you, let's say it's important to remember that you don't know where they're at. And so it can help you be a little bit more compassionate, I guess, to others. Yeah. And then the other thing that I wanted to say about paying attention is like when things happen to you repeatedly, you're, oh God, I, I don't know. Um, you're driving down the road and somebody cuts in front of you and you're constantly on your horn. And the next thing you know, you come to another intersection and the same thing happens. Like, is it something that I'm doing right. that's causing people to act a certain way? And that's probably a poor example. I can't think of something off the top of my head. But if something happens to you repeatedly, that's that's your cue to, hey, stop, take a look at what you're doing. Is there anything that you're doing that's causing something to result in a certain way, right? right? Um, again, I can't think of something off the top of my head, but 
It's just a thought that came to my head when I thought about paying attention and applying it in this way. Yeah. I, I, an example that actually comes to my mind happened this week with my kids. I, I personally slept in, woke up late, and then I spend my morning kind of rushing. And in the moment, I don't, um, I, I wasn't cognizant of what I was doing, but I was rushing them. And I was, come on, I got to do this. And my, my tone was curt. And my, mm-hmm. my emotions were, come on, move, 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 move. And they were fighting me at every chance they could get. And I just like let out this sigh. I was like, wow, it's just going to be one of those days, huh? Like I just, <laughs> nobody wants to listen to mommy. And then on the drive to school, I stopped and I was like, that was all me. That was 100% yeah. me. The kids did that the same it. thing this morning that they do every single morning. The thing that was different yeah. today was me. I got up late. Yeah. My demeanor was different, not them. So I'm sitting here saying, gosh, you never listen. Gosh, you, you know, and yeah, I know that kids can, you know, they need discipline. And of course they're going to test you. I'm not saying that they're always the angels and the parents are always the problem. But in this particular situation, my kids, when I looked back on it, I was like, they just did what they do every single morning. It was me that was different. And so me being able to take that car ride to just take a breath and stop and pay attention to what yeah. just happened and why I was feeling so frustrated and stressed out. I could even trace it back to maybe I should have gone to bed a little bit earlier. Maybe I, you know, yeah. and I kind of was just thinking about all the things I could have done differently that would have prevented that crazy morning from happening. Yeah. That's a great example. Yeah. Yeah. I like that one. Yep. I think something else to pay attention to is stress. Mm. I think that stress is a huge component in what affects our emotions and then therefore our actions. Yeah. So, and especially you were talking about, you never know what somebody else is going through, whether they had a bad day or maybe they're just super stressed out and there's so much going on. There's a lot going on at my job and I'm so lucky to be working with one of my closest friends there. And he does a lot. He like does everything. And without him, I don't think the company would run, but he's constantly juggling all these things. And then he's training me at the same time. And we have this type of relationship where we can be real with each other. And he something happened and he came over and he was super short with me. And I was just like, hmm, okay. And then later he came back and was like, uh, am I being rude or did I say something wrong to you? Or are, are you in a bad mood? I was like, nope, you're being rude today, but it's okay. And it was just like, <laughs> we can kind of brush that off. But because I know he's under a lot of stress and he's doing so much, me knowing his stress level prevents me from acting some type of way if I don't like the way he responds to me. You know, little kids can't do that. And then on the flip side, paying attention to your stress level and how your actions and and in your tone are affecting other people is a huge thing too. And I'm so thankful that, like I said, I would get to work with someone who I'm close with, but he was able to see later. He's like, wow, I probably said something rude to her. Let's just check in. So that's, there's a whole dynamic there that I really love about that. Yeah. Um, I think it's, Sorry, go ahead. No, I said that's really great. I was just thinking, like, if we could all communicate that way, <laughs> yeah. it would save a lot of a lot of right. uh, a lot of a lot of issues. <laughs> yeah. You're being a little rude right now, but it's okay. I know you're it's stressed. Okay, no, okay, good. All right, sorry. Done. <laughs> and I think uh, I saw a, a, a TikTok. I think it was, and I'm pretty sure it was Mel Robbins, and she was talking about, um, like, you're not lazy. It's a habit. And procrastination is a habit that you pick up. And that stems from a trigger of stress. Mm -hmm. And you typically try to avoid those triggers. So when you're procrastinating, you're you're essentially putting off something because you're stressed. And then you do get a reward. You get a moment to relax. So it kind of all kind of, I think, plays into that of, of paying attention, yes, to your emotions. But another important thing is paying attention to that stress level of not only yourself, but others and see how that dictates your emotions and your actions towards one another. 
Yeah. Mm. And it, it, mm-hmm. it will help you make better decisions throughout your day. Like maybe, I mean, I've had mornings where I just didn't get a good night's sleep. I did everything right that I was supposed to do, went to bed on time, you know, set my alarm, but just maybe, I don't know, my pillow was quirky the whole night and my neck just feels weird. <laughs> and so I wake up and I just already feel like I'm not in a rested space. And if I can pay attention to that and I can recognize that about myself early on, it can, even though I may not be feeling well or may not be in the right, you know, I guess, frame of mind for the day at the beginning of the day, at least recognizing and paying attention to how I'm feeling can set me up to make better decisions throughout the day, you know, like, or when something does happen, like I've had this happen to me too, where I'm aware that I'm having one of those maybe overly negative emotional days and just, I can't get out of that funk. But because I'm aware of that, when something happens, I could just say, it's okay. It's just, this is just how it is right now. Or I'm this just because I'm feeling this way or it'll be better tomorrow, you know? So rather than me be like, why is bad things always happening to me? Why is my day being, you know, so terrible? Um, Just kind of, I guess, being more aware of our emotions and what we're bringing to the situation helps us make better decisions throughout the day. Yeah. And just the way that we – go ahead, mom. Sorry. I was just going to piggyback off of that and say that's a great opportunity for – you're talking about being aware, paying attention, but also to just step back, Mm -hmm. take a breath, assess the situation because sometimes it's – you just need those few seconds to just – do that level set again and, and say, all right, I understand what's happening. Yeah. I got this. Let me move forward now with this mindset type of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially working in customer service now. Um, I answer so many calls a day and there are really just some rude people like, yeah. uh, so you can't help me today and it's four o'clock. No, ma'am. We close mm-hmm. at five. Well, thanks for nothing. And just like those types of customers who, you know, just forget that every people are human beings. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, there's like two sides of it. One is, you know, I have to think maybe they've had a really rough day and they really yeah. need this plumber. Or they really need heat and they're super stressed. And we're like the third person they called and no one can help. So now they're put in a situation. So they're taking it out. And then on the flip side is answering so many calls like that a day. Um, it could really like bring you down when people are just constantly hammering on you and telling you that you're not doing enough or you can't be helpful or you didn't help at all. Thanks for nothing. So it's definitely a moment for me to pay attention and making sure that I'm not letting other people's emotions and actions impact my day. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's good. Yep. And sometimes just going, finishing my thought from before, what I was going to say too, is that um, sometimes it is a physical thing. Like sometimes I need to just probably stop and eat something. Sometimes and maybe I just need to have a drink of water or um, I read somewhere too that when you're really in the heat of the moment or you're really feeling that strong emotion to walk away, leave the room or distract yourself, it takes like 20 minutes for your brain to kind of reset itself for you to come back and, and continue the conversation or, or revisit whatever it is, you know, that you were doing before. But um, sometimes it is like a, a physical thing and paying attention to how you're feeling, you can then respond to that feeling by attending to anything physical that you might need to be paying attention to. That's true too. Yeah. Yeah. 
like I see that all the time with my kids. I'm like, she's so cranky. You haven't eaten yet, have you? Remember whenever we used to pick Emma up from school, Mom? Yeah. <laughs> Brittany, I don't even know if you've been around when she would come home from school, but you cannot speak to her. You cannot ask her a question. You cannot do – and nothing, nothing until this girl gets food in her stomach. <laughs> and then she changes. That one candy commercial. What is that candy Snickers. commercial? Snickers. Snickers. <laughs> Yeah, but instead of me being like, why is my daughter always so angry? She's just hungry. She just needed to eat some. <laughs> Poor thing. And then that, um, been- that one time, that one time I went with you to pick her up, you're like, we have to bring a snack for Emma. I was like, okay. <laughs> and, yeah, and then you got in the car and you're like, crap, I forgot a snack for Emma. And you found like a random pack of Oreos. You're like, oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> she was so happy. She just opened it up and was just eating her cookies. <laughs> Hangry yeah, is a real but, thing. Yeah. It's real. It is. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, do you guys have any other thoughts with point number three? Paying attention. Be nope. quiet and pay attention. If Men I have to tell you what yes. yes. <laughs> All right. So the last point we're gonna talk about today, and probably my favorite thing, is number four, make a ta-da list. Yes, I said ta-da list. (laughs) Not a to-do list, a ta-da list. Um, And what I love about this is it's something that you do at the end of the day. So a to-do list, typically, you start your day with, okay, this is what I have to accomplish today. And then usually when we realize what we did not accomplish, um, kind of sets us up to have a bit of a negative feeling about ourselves. But the ta-da list is something you do at the end of the day, and it's listing all of the things that you accomplished today or that you just did. <laughs> Christina's like, maybe you shaved your armpits. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> you did something. Um, but I love this. I think this is such a great way to kind of counteract the negative emotions that sometimes come with, you know, when we can't accomplish things on our to-do list, making a to-do list at the end of the day is a great way, I think, to end your day. What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, it can be burdensome when you have a to-do list. And I do. I always have lists. And there are things on there that have been on there for a while. Like one of them was to get Sky's pee. What? <laughs> so like, what? Like I have to – I had to give – I had to bring her pee to the vet. Okay. Because for like a year or so ago, she was uh, had blood in her urine. And then I, we went back recently for a checkup and I was like, everything's fine. He's like, I would still like a pee sample. And I was like, oh my God. So I managed to follow her around with this Tupperware and I stuck it under her while she went pee. And then I put it in the little container – and then I went the next morning or the next afternoon and brought it. And she's like, when is this from? I was like, it's from yesterday. She's like, pee's only good for four hours. And I was like, what? <laughs> you should put a disclaimer. She should have told you that. Yeah, she should have. So that has been on my list for like months. And then the other day, I just followed her around with a different Tupperware and got it in there. You got her pee. Well, I'm but really it's proud a- of you for doing that. Thank you. But back to the original thought is it can be burdensome when you have a to-do list and you just can't knock some of these things off because especially maybe they're time consuming. So this takes me to two different places. One, we talked earlier about setting your goals for the year. If you see something on your to-do list that's too long and it's taking like it's too time consuming, break it down into smaller Mm -hmm. things to get you there. 
right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then so to for the and sorry, hello. Um, it could be burdensome when I see that my list <laughs> is not going down. I'll add things, I keep adding things, and I'll knock a couple off, and then the list just keeps getting longer, and it can feel really burdensome. But what I love about the Tada list is I tried it the other night. I started listing all the things that I did. And I was like, I did a lot of things today. Yeah. I did a lot of things today. I'm very proud of that. I did things that weren't even originally on my to-do list. I just added them and did them. Um, and it just made me feel proud. It made me feel accomplished. It put me in a better mood. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, you know, in a more comfortable place and mindset to go to bed. It helped me say my nightly affirmations. So, you know, I always say to myself, you know, I'm going to get up in the morning full of energy, no matter how many sleep, how many hours of sleep I'm going to get. And it allowed me to kind of get back into the rhythm of what I needed to do to be successful for myself for the next day. So I love the Tada list. Yeah. Hmm. The Tada list, huh? So I think it's really important that we put that into practice because oftentimes, like Brittany said, you have this to-do list that just seems to grow exponentially. And I think what happens to some people, if you don't get anything crossed off on that list, it just becomes self-defeating. Like, oh my God, Mm -hmm. how am I ever going to tackle this? This has been on my list for, you know, day after day, month after month. So that one thing might make it onto your list day after day, month after month. But I think that to die list is a great thing to put into practice because of the fact that you don't realize how many things you actually accomplish during the day. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I think you can also that you, maybe I'm looking at it at the neck from a negative standpoint, but maybe if you start to write things down and you see, wow, I really don't have that many things on there that I've actually accomplished. (laughs) You know, maybe not that it could be self-defeating, but maybe it's just a a wake-up call for you to maybe like prioritize things differently in your life, right? Because you're not getting some things done. Um, Maybe you only have two things on there. And if you only have two things on there, I'm going to take it down a different path. I think one of the things that you can do at the end of the night, which is what I do, is I have a gratitude list of all the things that I'm thankful for throughout the day. And oftentimes that ends up puts me in a good mood and I can pretty much just sleep peacefully at night. Um, Because when you start to, as simple as, I thank God that I have a warm bed Mm -hmm. to sleep in, that I have, you know, a blanket. Uh, uh, I have a roof over my head that I was able to put food into my belly. Um, And then you start to look at people who, who aren't fortunate and maybe are sleeping on the streets. Or you think about kids who have lunch programs that they depend on for food on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. Right. So if you can't do your Tada list, (laughs) Then, then focus on things that you are grateful for that have happened throughout the day. Yeah. I love that. I love a gratitude list. I love a good gratitude list. That's my go-to all the time when I'm feeling stressed, especially yeah. in the moment. That's something I have trained myself to do. If I walk into the room and the toys are everywhere. Before I do anything else, I just stop and I say, thank you that my children have so many toys that they just can't keep it clean. <laughs> you that they have so many clothes that they just can't find them and put them away no okay that's being sarcastic but um it does it does help to change your perspective um even again I always go back to my kids but they 
Christmas time is always so wonderful, but it's always so hard to decompress them from it because especially this year wasn't so bad, but before when we lived in New York and you guys would all like ship presents, it was like Christmas Eve, they would get something. Christmas Day, they gave it something. And then Tita Brittany sent them something in the mail and it came the day after Christmas. <laughs> and then somebody else sent them something and it came two days after Christmas. Yeah. So for like two weeks, they're opening something yeah. every day. And then it becomes this, okay, so when's my next package coming? You know? Um, and so this Christmas wasn't as bad because it was. It really was like two, maybe three days of them opening things up. But um, it's really difficult sometimes for them to get that concept of – there are people who mm-hmm. don't have. There are kids who mm-hmm. don't who go without. There are kids. Mm-hmm. When we did, remember, mom, when we did the um, thing for church where we were uh, buying gifts oh, yeah, for yeah. kids. There were kids asking for coats and pants. Yeah, Stop. Um, there was a girl who asked for feminine products for Christmas. Yeah. Like, yeah, uh, it's it really put things into perspective for me. I definitely recommend everybody do it at least once in their life, like give, give to people who are really less fortunate. But, um, the point is, is that I, it's working kind of with, with Emma, Kai is still a little too young, but Sammy, especially, it just shocks him. And he's like, I can't believe that people really go without. And it's a good, um, good way for him to see how, how blessed he really is and how much he really has. Um, and so I love doing gratitude lists with the kids too, because it's really uh, an eye opener for them. But it, like I said, it's kind of hard for them to um, like understand that what it means to have nothing. You know, when I say there are kids who don't have a home, they're like, well, why? Why don't they have a home? I don't understand. Like they, it's hard for them to kind of grasp that concept, you know, but um, yeah. it's never too early to start a gratitude yeah. list is my, um, yeah. is my point that I'm trying to make. <laughs> But um, I also love a Tada list because, as we have established, I am someone who um, takes pride in my accomplishments. And being a stay-at-home mom, sometimes you don't feel like the things that you accomplish don't seem measurable, right? It's not as Mm -hmm. if, you know, you're at work and you actually have a to-do list or assignments and deadlines and you complete it and you're like, oh, I met my deadlines. I did everything I had to do. I made this amount of calls or sent out this many emails. But when you're home and your job is the home and taking care of the home and taking care of the kids, um, it's not very, it's not always measurable. You know, you do sometimes go to bed saying, what the heck did I do today? I did nothing that I needed to do. So making a to-do list kind of just reminds me that, no, your every waking moment is part of your, <laughs> part, of your part of your to-do. From I'm here, ta-da! <laughs> yeah, and it doesn't just go for stay-at-home moms. It goes for, for anyone, even if you had a bad day at work and you feel like – I've had those days when, you know, I would go into work where I felt like I didn't accomplish anything. Um, but I think listing just the things that you were able to get done. And like Christina says, something as simple as you showered. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> Good job. I'm glad you showered. <laughs> um, you did it. The other thing that it does – that is like when I put on my Tada list, like not just things that I accomplished, but things I did. If I'm like Facebook, Instagram, or oh, I was on social media a lot today, it's kind of eye opening. Like, what are the things I'm really spending my time on? What did I actually do today? And that's not a lot because I really don't have time to be on social media now. But there was a time when I would look back and I would say, oh, I spent this many hours scrolling or, you know, this amount of time watching a show or I could have been doing something else. So 
um, it's also, I think, a good tool in kind of identifying areas where maybe you are spending time on things that you could probably spend less time doing. (laughs) There's actually a way, I don't know about Android phones, but on your iPhones, you can check and see how much screen time you've had. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, they have that in Android. You can do it on Android, you said? Mm-hmm. Oh. Anything ever shocking wow. for you guys? Do you guys ever look at that and be like, what? I spent that much time on that? Yeah. Yeah. I actually had to delete this game. Oh, no. <laughs> I was spending so much time. Like a candy oh, my God. It, was, it was Project Makeover. And I think oh, you had things. to like win levels in order to like make over their whole body and their room. Oh, I love those. I played it so <laughs> Oh my god, it was so addicting. You they would are. love it, Courtney. I know, because you you can like pick all of these different things. And I was playing it so much, and I think like one time I looked at my screen time, and I was like, oh my god, like three hours one day playing this oh, wow. game. And if what if I had taken those three yeah. hours or one of those three hours and did something productive? And then how many hours am I spending on it a week, a month? Imagine if I yeah. had all of those hours to do all of these things that are on my permanent to-do list that I never get to do. So I finally I was like, you know what? I got so far too. Like I got so far in the game where I had to wait for them to update the game to put out new levels. Like I was... I got so far. I was, I got so far, man. And then finally, I was like, you know what? I got, it's got to go. Good it's got to go, man. It was just consuming. And uh, did you actually delete the app, or did you just offload it? Uh, it is still on my phone, <laughs> but it is not on my screen. Like you can take on your iPhone, you can take it off off any of your home screens. Yeah. So I don't see it anymore. It's not mm. there, Some which hiding. is helpful. But no, it's this was like <laughs> six months ago maybe that I deleted it. I've never gone back. I've been strong. So the reason I asked, mom probably knows what I'm about to say, <laughs> is I have that garden game. game. <laughs> like five years or mom, something, man. No, wait. Hold on. Let me finish. Listen. Longer. So... It, it's called Castle Story. And when I first got an iPhone, it was the first game I downloaded. And it's like you have to b- build up your kingdom and you have to, you know, grow crops and build houses and do all this stuff. I got, I think it was last week or, or two weeks ago, I actually got like they give you a, an anniversary gift every year on the day you oh downloaded God. the game or whatever. It's like, happy anniversary. And it gives you a little gift. Guys, 11 years. Oh my god! I have been playing this game for eleven <laughs> wow. years, wow! And I can't get rid of it because Same. that's eleven years. I'm not going to get rid of it. It's, that's time. That's a lot. Of have you hard put? Work. Have you have you put money towards? I have, it? and <laughs> I had to. And I had to. I have reached. There is no other level. There is no other. I level. have reached the top level. There is no other level. So I just keep doing honorary mentions, these these (laughs) these projects for no reason. I'm not getting at a higher level. It's just therapeutic at this point. I mean, I don't spend as much time as I did before. I had the little ones, obviously, but every now and then I open it up. I check what's going on in my kingdom. I make sure nobody needs it. All hail Jay! All hail Jay! <laughs> I bet even those people are like, I don't know, man. She's still here. We got to keep it going for her. <laughs> Nobody else plays it but her. We got to keep it up. 
Oh wait, sorry. We're gonna we're going on a total total side note here, but you know what really what really grinds my gears about this game? <laughs> when you okay. can't when you can't no, find the droids you're looking for. Yeah, but you know what? It gives you, I'm, I'm crying. If anybody can see this video right now, I have tears coming out of my eyes. I'm laughing so hard. But they have these missions for you to complete, and then you can't complete it unless you get stuff from like your neighbors. So I have to like friend request people and get them to send oh. me. That's not fair. That's not fair. I have, I'm going to write a letter. I'm going to write a letter. Because- yeah, but how many friends? How many friends do you think you have on that game? Not, how many I times mean, have you had I've a friend got, request people? I have probably like 30 or 40 friends, but I don't know if they're <laughs> like 300. And so like this <laughs> most recent mission I did, it was like, you need to collect white socks from your friends. And I'm like, okay. So I had to, requ- and I had to request them from people. And I only got eight. I needed 15. I didn't complete the mission. I was so upset. Oh. Why is my accomplishing this mission depend on other people it's not fair they didn't invest yeah. 11 years and however many dollars <laughs> you should you should email it and be like i am a dedicated customer i am right a here. senior senior representative yeah. of this i game. have reached the top level this is it anyway <laughs> yeah. okay i'm sorry but i completely got way off course but castle spray check it out guys <laughs> everybody everybody has i think a game like they have to they have a game on their phone that's just like you got to get to it it's like their stress relief i guess yeah it is it is yeah and they need me it's my kingdom (laughs) (laughs) it's my kingdom I am the ruler of this kingdom. They need, they need me. Anyway, all right. So, do you guys have any other final thoughts on the ta-da list? You have to say it like that. You have to go ta-da list. Ta-da. I just, I think I said it already, but I just, I think it's important for everybody to take some time and just appreciate themselves for the things that they did, whether it's just waking up or brushing your teeth, taking a shower, a little appreciation goes a long way. And especially when you give it to other people, it means a lot, like the littlest things, but, uh, learning to appreciate ourselves and taking the time to like, Hey, you did a good job today. I know you feel like this, but you did this, 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 and this, you should be proud of yourself. And I think if we started doing that more, we would see our emotions change, our mindsets start to shift, and therefore our actions and the way that we speak to other people. So love the to-da list. Love the to-da list. Ta-da! And I think I love it last week, but the underlying thing here is to just have compassion for yourself. You know, it's easy mm-hmm. to be compassionate yeah. for others, and we tend to be really hard on ourselves, just like the don't be a bully exercise that yeah. Katina talks about where she says, look at a picture of yourself when you were a little girl and say the harsh things that you say to yourself now, say it to that picture. You wouldn't, but you know, we tend to be really hard on ourselves and we don't give ourselves grace or compassion. And again, there are people who will take this to the extreme and then just be downright lazy. That's not what we're saying either. You know, we're not saying just be compassionate. Don't do anything with your life. No, (laughs) like cut yourself some slack, you know, um, we'll never be perfect. You'll never reach perfection. You'll never get there, no matter how hard you try. So look at what you have around you. Be grateful for what you have around you. Show compassion for yourself. Have grace for yourself. Love yourself. I think that's that's actually I have something to add to that. Um, I saved this. I came across it on the Book of Face. It says, "Stop <laughs> the book of the book of face." <laughs> 
Stop speaking negatively about yourself or your life, even as a joke. Your spirit doesn't know the difference. Yeah. Mm. Love that. And I feel like That's when true. you speak negatively about yourself, even if you're joking, it's coming from somewhere. Somewhere. Yeah. yeah. It's coming from somewhere. It's based in some kind yep. of truth. And if you have kids, they will hear you. Yep. And they will copy your patterns and they will do as you do and say what you say. So <laughs> if not for yeah. you, do it for, for those little guys that – You never know who's listening. It's very, very true. They hear everything. They're like sponges, guys. Sponges. Yes. <laughs> sponges. <laughs> like sponges. sponges. Really <laughs> anyway. All right, guys. Well, uh, do you – That was the riveting conclusion. That was a riveting, riveting <laughs> conclusion to the four tips that will change your life. would love to close us out tonight. Well, guys, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. Please continue to support us by subscribing to our podcasts, as well as rating us on Apple and Spotify. Guys, it really does mean a lot if you just take a second. If you're already listening, just go ahead and and give us that rating. Anyways, if you love this episode, please share this on your Instagram stories and tag us at wayward underscore lasses. And if you're not following us on Instagram, what are you you doing? (laughs) Ah! Yes, uh, please. If you're not, please follow us. You can stay up to date on the tips and tricks and short stories that we share. And also, if you want, send us some love on our Facebook community page. love, love. <laughs> and don't forget we have a website now it is www.waywardlasses.com you guys got to hit it up we have bios on there um, we've got access to our podcast mom is about to release her blog and we also have a shop now with some items on there available for purchase we've got a couple t-shirts we've got a mug there we've got a sweatshirt long sleeve shirt we're going to keep adding products for you guys to purchase so please check that out and share us some love that way Courtney, do you want to end the episode for us? I shall. Thank you guys again (laughs) so much for all of your support. You know, it means the world to us. Until next time, we are the Wayward Lasses, reminding you to keep it real. Bye. Bye. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks for stopping by. Stay classy. Stay classy.